Hey everybody, Kellis Robinette here with the Wichita Eagle and the Kansas City Star, ready to talk about some Kansas State football. This week we've got Sam Mellinger in the house to talk about the Wildcats' last game against Texas. Hope you enjoy. All right, welcome back to another week of our world-renowned Kansas State podcast. I'm here with the esteemed columnist Sam Mellinger. Um, I wish we also had Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger, but alas, we had to settle for watching him uh, play in the Kansas State-Texas game. Sam, thanks for chatting with me here. But Thank guess, you, Kellis. Yeah, well, let's just start with the Cats are 2-3. and three. Uh, Where do you see him going from here? <laughs> uh, I, I feel like this was a really big, this is part of the reason I wanted to come today, is like this was a big moment in the season, right? Like if they win this, a lot of, the sort of angst and worries and everything that, that that have surfaced the first four games kind of go away. Right. We beat Texas again. We always uh, beat Texas. Like, that's, you know, the North Star or whatever. Yeah, um, we still the, own them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, or you don't, like this. And this was even worse than I think a lot of people may have worried about just because the way it happened, right? Like, Delton played. And look, it's not this simple. Like, we all, like... People like you and people like me, fans, anybody listening, like we all tend to like oversimplify at times, right? So it's not this simple. But the fact remains, when the K-State offense was on the field in the first half with Alex Dutton as quarterback, um, they essentially accounted for negative two points, right? <laughs> that, with, yeah. With yeah. the safety. And and then when Skylar Thompson came in um, in the second half, they scored two touchdowns. And, you know, the offensive line was better. Um, I get all that. But... I think there's also a, a counter to that, which is like, yeah, the offensive line was better. You know, um, his teammates are, are, are well coached and, and, and express support for both. But, you know, they also talk about how good Skyler is at the, at the line of scrimmage and, and calling out protections. It's obvious. I mean, there was a couple snaps. You remember this when um, K-State's lined up with, with three receivers split out wide and Texas still has eight in the box mm-hmm. against Delton. And then Tom Thompson comes in. Now those safeties have to get back a little bit. It opens up a lot. There's just a lot more. There's a lot more room. Things seem to go. I, I get what happened at West Virginia, but um, you know things seem to go a lot better. And it just, you know, hearing after the game, both quarterbacks are going to play next week yeah, at right. Baylor. It doesn't matter who starts. Um, yeah, it does. <laughs> it and, matters who plays quarterback, you know? And this coming off the heels of him saying things like, I can't coach a team that can't yes. get six inches. It's just very yes. bizarre, the words he's choosing to use this season. Yeah, and, and not just that, but you had the great story about, you know, um, the way that that happened last week. And a guy who, you know, traditionally part of his success, right, has been he coaches the coaches and lets them coach the players. And so for that guy in particular to kind of go, you can't say over the head of the assistant coaches because he's the head coach, but right. to, you know, to essentially make this quarterback change without discussing or informing the OC or the quarterback coach is a thing, you know, that, that is a thing that uh, is, is a little jarring in all of this. I mean, there's just, they're in a bad spot, man. Um, this was a really good opportunity for them to win a game. And I feel like, they could have won the game if Skylar Thompson played the whole game. Yeah, that that was my biggest thought afterward is that um, the, the the offense looked more than capable in the second half. Yeah, 
and it was all with Skylar Thompson in there. Everybody leaves the – I mean, the, the offense, everybody, even though they lost, was still talking pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. somewhat positively about the rest of the season because they, they played much better in the second half. And you just got to think, if you had your best quarterback in there for four quarters instead of two, mm-hmm. how different could things be? Um, now, I get what he's what Coach Snyder's saying. Maybe that's not the end-all, be-all. Maybe he starts and they still lose and sure. things go differently, but – it just seems a little like there's, I don't know, there's a disconnect for him to just say that, that it doesn't matter who starts. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's it's just, it, it's hard to just because of, you know, considering the, the, the you know, the 30,000 foot view, there is probably not a more respected coach in the Kansas City area than Bill Snyder. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, I'd Bill agree. Self would be the guy that people would talk about, but Bill Snyder, like, is something different. And, and, and criticism of Bill Snyder, it's been hard to come by, right? Like, there hasn't been a lot. Um, look, I mean, every football coach can, can get it on a week-to-week basis. But just in, in, in the big view, what he's done here consistently, you sort of outperforming recruiting rankings for whatever those are worth, um, et cetera, you know, like he's earned a crap ton of respect. And, and it just... You sort of feel like that's the rest of the season without a major turnaround is going to start to erode. Yeah, I guess the question now is, do they have a major turnaround in them? They've done it before, two they and three. Have, two and three isn't uh, a death sentence. They could still sure. get to a bowl. They've been to eight straight. Uh, they got Baylor next. Um, I think they'll be underdogs there. Baylor lost big today to Oklahoma, but they did put up 500 yards of offense on the Sooners. So that's uh, a little surprising and a little bit concerning for Kansas State there. Yeah. But um, you know what, Kansas State's defense actually looked good today. Uh, if you take away the defense safety, was good enough to win. You take sure. away the safety and the punt return they gave up, and ten points. Yeah, ten points that, at home. Yeah, that yeah. that is got to win. Yeah, you can't really ask for much more than that. No, the the, the problem, like I think, K State's better than this, right? Um, because that looks like a three and nineteen, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. um, and and they're better than that. But the problem is, I mean, you just talked about, like, at Baylor, like, now that becomes kind of a must-win. Yeah, that, that's in, a do-or-die game. In game number six. Because after that, you got Oklahoma State uh, at OU at TCU. That is, that's tough. That is a that's rough tough. stretch. Then you get KU. Yeah, a little, probably uh, win. You know, a little pick-me-up. Um, Texas Tech looks good. Um, you know, at Iowa State at the end of the season, who knows what happens there. But it's just, you know, these opportunities are starting to, to fly by a little bit. And... You know, K-State is one of these teams where, like, just annually, um, you know, they started two and three five years ago, right? And ended up eight and five. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like that kind of thing happens here a lot. But those teams also, I think you, you would have thought they had more direction than this one does almost halfway through the season. Right. That, that's really concerning. Yeah, and I'm still not sure what to make of the quarterback situation. I feel like at this point you have to. Just roll with Skylar Thompson, uh, I, but would they go back to Delton? I don't know. I mean, he said, "Yeah, he said they'll both play." I mean, who knows? Like that could be one snap, right? But um, seems like Delton's going to be in the game plan. I, I think about this a lot. Uh, we all have like goofy, different ways of thinking about sports, right? But do you ever think about like if you were playing, if you're on the other side, what would you want K State to do? And uh-huh. I feel like if you're if you're Baylor, I think you want Delton to play, and that's not. I, I, yeah. This feels awkward. I don't want this like being critical of Delton. He's a good player, tries hard, you know, all those things. Yeah, but he good just, guy, great guy. Yeah, can't throw. He just doesn't have that dimension that Skylar Tom, he, He's just not as 
he's not as difficult to defend as Skylar Thompson. I mean, the, the ball is zipping, and, and he can throw it to each sideline. He can throw it downfield. He's just hard. He makes K-State harder to defend. Yeah, and, and I, unless teams are going to back off just jamming the box on Alex Dalton, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. And you saw that's what they, they felt like today. I think they came in thinking, you know what, if we give our offensive line numbers, if we have some lead blockers out there, it doesn't matter what Texas is going to do. We're going to run. We'll be successful. Texas proved, you know, showing them absolutely no respect, keep bringing their safeties up mm-hmm. to within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Nobody's going to be able to run yeah. And Baylor saw this. If they put Delton out there, they're going to use that same defense. So unless he can figure out a way to throw and beat that, then it's that's not a good system. Yeah. I don't think. Look, like, you know, I'm trying to think like devil's advocate here. Like, you, you could go the other way. And, you know, um, what if the punt return? That, that was the first punt return K-State's given up in a really long time. Yeah, like Something, four years. Yeah. Um, so if that doesn't happen... Um, you know, the, the play at the end of the first half. Um, yeah. It was a catchable it, ball. but The fullback catches it, yeah. Could have been better thrown, mm-hmm. um, but still was catchable. Somebody needed to make a better play. But there was also um, Ellinger. I forgot who the receiver was. Uh, but Right on the first drive. Yeah. yeah. That guy couldn't have been more open. Uh-huh. Um, you know I mean? That definitely you, should have been touched up. Yeah. That was... that, you know, there, there, were, there were some things, um, you know, the other way as well. It just... I don't know, man. Like, I just, I, I, I can't get that out of my head. That if, 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 uh, if there's a Baylor fan listening to this right now, they're like, yes, like, no, it's done. <laughs> you know, let's do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only, the one good thing I would say out of this game is that at halftime, things look so bad. The talk in the press box was, this is the worst Kansas State team since blank. Yeah. From the blank. That's what everybody was talking about. And I mean, that was really what was going rolling through my mind because if, if they don't win another game, Kansas State's won at least four games every year dating back to Bill Snyder's first season. Mm-hmm. He won one game in his debut, and he's been four better every year since. Most years, it's bowl game, even double digits when he was really yeah. rolling. So now, you know, up until this is the first at least real signs of life they've shown against a competitive team. So at least yeah. maybe that gives you some hope that they can move things forward, beat Baylor, yeah. get back to 500 and make something happen. I don't know. I don't know. They, they were good. Like, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about the offensive quarterbacks in particular, rightly so. Uh, but the defense had a lot more pressure on the quarterback in the second half. Um, you know, just watching it live, I'm looking at a comment about, like, you know, what kind of blitzes they were running or anything like mm-hmm. that. But it, they, whether, whether it was scheme or whether it was execution or whether it was energy, we heard a lot about that after the game with just, like, a, a change of energy. Um, at halftime, that you know they did get after the quarterback. I mean, they, they were good. The defense was effective before the half too, um, but they they did a lot better. Um, you know, just getting in to Ellinger and um, you know disrupting him. Now I'm getting my my, my Bob Sutton terminology is creeping <laughs> in here, but disrupting the quarterback. Um, they did a really good job with that too. Hey, it's Blair Kirkhoff, and if you're listening to this, you love Kansas City sports, whether it's the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting, Mizzou, KU, or K-State, and no one covers these teams like the Kansas City Star. If you currently subscribe to the paper or have a digital subscription, thank you for your support. And if you don't, here's a great offer. It's called Sports Pass, unlimited digital access to every sports story and video on KansasCity.com. And it's just $30 for the first year. It's the best sports value in town. Just eight cents a day or two fifty a month. You can't beat that. Subscribe now at KansasCity.com/slash 
Sports Pass. Um, I'm tired of people asking me this question. I've been dealing with it all week, so I'll ask it to you. Does a season like this, if they only win three or four games, if they miss out on the bowl, do you think that makes Bill Snyder think twice about, you know, the long haul and continuing coaching throughout the rest of his five-year contract? I don't know. I mean, he's um, he is a, a, a uh, gloriously stubborn man, right? Like, that's part of his success. Right. Um, he... Uh, he didn't walk away after a four-win season the first time, right? Right. Uh, came back came another back year, more. and they went five and seven, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so missed a bowl there, but um, you know they. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what he does. Um, I would hope that he would, honestly. Like I, I just um, and look like you don't get to be like Bill Snyder and the success that he's had without believing in yourself and 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 all those things. But you know, I just look at it like. This is not going to turn around. He turns 79, you know, a week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the chances of it turning around and him walking away at 10 and 2 or whatever, uh, a 10 and 2 season, just seem really like slim and none. And and so I would just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I you can't help but think about the end um, with Paterno. And I'm just talking about football stuff. Um, Bobby Bowden, you know, like it, it gets ugly, you know, it can get ugly really quick and he deserves to be remembered, um, for everything that he's done here, you know, positively. And it would just, you know, I think it would be sad for everybody involved if that didn't happen. Does that make sense? You yeah, know, like yeah. it just, it, it, it's too much for like, it, it would just, it would just be really sad if, if, you know, the first year or two after Bill Snyder was gone, people thought. People talked more about how it ended than, you know, the generation before that. Yeah. Well, I'm with you. It's from right now, it, um, him going out at 10 and 2 or above that seems far fetched. Yeah. He, he would have yeah. to reinvigorate recruiting and get a much better roster out there than he has right now. He talked about calming the waters, right? When he came back, right? Um, the waters were calm. <laughs> and until now. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a month ago they were calm. It's, it's yeah, weird how choppy yeah, they've got. Yeah, yeah. But, all right, one, one more question for you. How many yeah. how many wins does Kansas State in the season with? Uh, What's your prognosis here? Okay, let's go through. You know what, Kellis, I'm going to say they beat Baylor. Okay. Um, so that's three, uh, Kansas four, and then Iowa State's a toss. Uh, I'll say five. That's fair, yeah. That seems about right. But I think I think uh, three is on the table. You know, three is absolutely a possibility. Uh, I think three three seems a lot more, you know, seems likelier than seven. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. I, I wouldn't slam the door on six wins at this point. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. I think three or four wins are more likely. Yeah, it's, to get to six, they got to beat Baylor and then probably the last three, right? Probably. KU Tech at home at Iowa State. I mean, Oklahoma State, even at home, at Oklahoma TCU, that's... Um, the the problem I see with a lot of those teams, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, they just put up so many points. Yes. I don't know if this offense can match yes. it. Yep. I, I just don't know. Yeah. Yep. But maybe Absolutely. one maybe one game they come out and get hot. They beat Oklahoma State last year when nobody saw it coming. Maybe they could repeat. Yeah. But yeah, that's... it's. Uh, 
it's crazy that that's what we're looking at. What do you think? You think five is a good number? Yeah, four or five is yeah. what I'd say. Yeah. I, I may be being generous I, about at Baylor next I, week. I, I was thinking so. four and eight before today, and actually after watching this and seeing it maybe come together a little bit, maybe maybe a little more open to five. Yeah. But but yeah, still still not a great scenario. That Baylor was interesting. It's that's definitely a do or die game. Lose yeah. that, and you're looking at six straight losses basically. All right. Well, Sam, thanks so much for the time. Thank you, Kels. Uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see you down the line and talk to you. Absolutely. Basketball season's coming up. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Happier times ahead. <laughs> Bruce's boys. <laughs> <laughs>